0: I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible and it starts with you. Get out your field notes and let's tap into peaceful achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 minutes to having it all. Today we have Kevin Palmieri, and I'm really excited because Kevin is the host of the Hyper Conscious Podcast. He comes to us from Massachusetts, and so hopefully we're going to be able to hear a little bit of an accent there. We love talking to people from all over. And, you know, as the host of the Hyperconscious Podcast, not only do you get to interview the most successful entrepreneurs, speakers, athletes, and artists in the world, but you also get to connect with people trying to change their mindset. Now, right there, I think people are going to love, love, love our episode and our connection. And you use the knowledge that you have gained from over 150 podcast interviews, years of studying the most successful people and completely rewiring your own mindset to help others become the best version of themselves. Okay, Kevin, you are my people. (laughs) <laughs> right? Just, just speaking your introduction makes my heart sing. So welcome. Thank you so very much for having me. We're up over 300 episodes now. I
1: wrote that bio a while ago. So things have, things have changed a lot and I, uh, I very much look forward to
0: chatting with your listeners here. Absolutely. Okay. So Kevin, you know, this is, I think the thing that people love to hear the most is, you know, it's one thing to have somebody on, we have an author and expert, or, you know, somebody in their, in their zone of genius, but what's your story? Like who is Kevin? What are you doing today? And take us there. Sure. So today
1: I am the host and the creator of the Hyperconscious podcast. I'm also a professional speaker as well as a podcast producer. I help busy CEOs and entrepreneurs not only start, but maintain and grow their shows as well. And. the takeaway for you if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, is just because you're in a certain area of your life now, it doesn't mean you can't be in a different area of life six months, a year, two years down the road. So in 2015, I was a very successful foreman for a construction company. And we used to travel up and down the East Coast. It got to the point where I was traveling for months on end. So in 2016, I traveled 10 months out of the 12 months of the year. I was only home on the weekends. And at the time I was just focused on making money. So for me, Marlo, that was awesome. Like, yeah, you know what? Send me wherever you want to send me. So Virginia, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, just all over the place. And again, the further away I was, the more money I was making. So I didn't really care. Now I really wanted to make a lot of money. So I said to myself at the beginning of the year, I'm going to make six figures. Now, again, I traveled for 10 months out of the 12. Okay, great. I get to the end of the year and I'm looking at my final pay stub and I say, did I do what I said I was going to do? Did I make six figures? And I did, but I remember nothing changed. I wasn't confident. I wasn't any more confident than I was before. I wasn't any more secure than I was before. You know, I, I placed a lot of my value on external things, the cars, the women, things like that. Okay so absolutely at the end of the year I, this is I was laying in bed and I remember thinking it doesn't matter what cars in the garage it doesn't matter where the house is how big the house is what the bed looks like who's laying in bed next to you the only thing that matters is up here in your head and that's where the hyperconscious podcast was born now in 2017 it was just like a it was just a passion project i didn't really plan on going full time into it but as i started interviewing people and realizing the need for this You know, talking about suicide, talking about depression, talking about anxiety, about vulnerability. Nobody else was really doing it that I knew. Obviously, there were people doing it. But then the job that gave me all that money actually took away from my dream. If I wanted to make money, I had to be on the road. If I wanted a podcast, I had to be home. So I had this inner turmoil for the entire year of 2017. And it got to the point where I was in a hotel in New Jersey where I had been so many times before. I was lacing up my boots. It was 5.45 in the morning. I was sitting on the edge of the hotel bed. And I just explain it like there was just so much noise in my head. It was like there was 10 televisions on and they were all on different channels. And they were just telling me I was stuck. I couldn't leave that job because how was I going to make six figures anywhere else? I had no college degree, right? I didn't, you know, I wasn't special in any way. Um, Your family's going to think you're crazy. Your friends are going to think you're crazy. And how dare you think you can be a successful podcaster? So in that moment, I genuinely thought the best thing in the world for me was to end my life. And I'm sitting there on the end of of a bed, five hours away from home, doing a job I don't want to do. Nobody near me that really cares about me. So I'm just sitting there and I'm just thinking like, if I go away, all of my problems go away too. And luckily at the time I knew Alan we weren't working together yet, but he was. He was a good friend of mine, and
0: I ended. Okay, up- so let's step in really quick. Sure. So Alan Lazarus is a also one of our podcast episodes, and so these two. So when we refer to Alan and Kevin, there's there's a combination yes. here. So continue on. So yes, both of you have episodes um, on our podcast, but continue. Sure. So
1: I ended up messaging him and saying like, "Hey, man, I'm feeling all sorts of different ways here. I don't know." what I'm supposed to do, like I'm stuck at this job. And he ended up talking me down off the ledge, so to speak. And that was the hardest, probably the worst day of my life. But looking back now, I realize it was the best day too, because I realized that I do have a purpose. And my purpose and my passion and my mission now is to be the person that I needed when I was at my lowest point. And even more so, I want to help people prevent themselves from From getting to that point. So I ended up quitting that job a few months later. I went all in on podcasting. Then I became a speaker, even though I never wanted to. Um, I'm still afraid when I speak, but I do love it. And now I help other people start their podcasts. And I also do peak performance coaching too. So that's why my takeaway, like if you turn the episode off now, just because you're where you are now doesn't mean you have to be there forever. As long as you're, you know, if you're willing to make some changes, your life will change too.
0: What a cool message. Okay. So, but what space was Alan in your life? Like, was was he a friend? Was he somebody that you grew up with? I mean, how did you know Alan and why was he the person that you called? Curious. So, we actually went to um,
1: middle school. We went to school together. We grew up in the same town. So, I knew him my entire life, but he was very confident and I was very insecure. So there was a falling out where I didn't like him anymore because he was too confident. And he came off as arrogant to me. We ended up reconnecting when I was in my mid-20s because he had already quit his job and he was doing something that I wanted to do. He, he was living life on his own terms and I had never seen that before. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. So he was kind of a mentor to me, honestly. At that time, he was, he was like a mentor. So I knew that he'd have the answers because he knows Tony Robbins better than Tony Robbins knows Tony Robbins and Darren Hardy and, you know, Jim Rowan and all these people. So I knew I could lean on him because he had always been there for me before. Just we weren't really friends yet. He was just like a, a mentor to me who I knew could help.
0: But his story, too. I mean, he comes from a near-death experience, you know, and talks about death, you know, loss of his father and such. And so I can see where people relate. And we'll put that in the show notes, too. We'll link both of these episodes together because I think there is a level of interplay that goes here. So you two came together, built a company called the Hyperconscious Podcast, and tell us how that bridge was built sure so it's funny because alan had his own
1: podcast at the time it was called conversations change lives and we ended up partnering up because we were like you want the same thing i want to do like you're doing the same thing i am you want the same thing i want let's just do this together because we have different i think i started off as the funny guy and he started off as the serious knowledgeable guy and I remember saying like, Alan, I got to get smarter, man. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough because we're interviewing these unreasonably smart people and they're successful and I couldn't hang in the conversations. It was really tough for me to hang in the conversations. Like, Marlo, when I say I wasn't this man two years ago, I wasn't even close. I didn't know who Tony Robbins was two years ago. Mm, so wow. it, it started out just as fun. One of our favorite episodes was why New Year's resolutions aren't a great idea right? We were just talking about philosophical stuff and sometimes controversial stuff. But then as we both started learning who we were as men, you know, it switched to like how to live your best life, how to be vulnerable in your relationship, how to be authentic, how to build a tribe. It was basically, that's our saying, when you change the way you think, you change the way you act and you change the way you live. And that's how we we live our lives. But it started off as fun. And then we ended up forming an LLC and becoming speakers together. And it's, it's fun because when we get interviewed, we always try to do them
0: separately just because it's, I think we're well they're so different. different I right? mean they're they're complementary but but I agree with you and I think like when we did our coordinating of this you know that was a question like okay you guys are together right. how does this work and you're like no this is we do these things separate we are own two entities um, we just happen to come together build a bridge and do some amazing things through that collaboration and I think people that are listening to this episode are getting inspired by that you know you guys coming together and not competing but collaborating and I think that's a really big message in itself. Well that takes time. I
1: I wasn't I know for a long time I'd be insecure because he would always know the answers to things, but he has helped me tremendously in terms of bringing up my intelligence and my intellect and being able to hang in, you know, high level conversations. I've helped him a lot in his emotional intelligence in terms of like relationships and things like that. That's something that I've always been fairly strong at. But once I got into this space, I started learning like, okay, you don't see many bodybuilders with tattoos who talk about their girlfriend and cry openly on stage about how important that person is or talk about, you know, feeling shame around certain things or addictions or things like that. So I really locked in on like, I want to be authentic. I don't ever want to get on a podcast and say like, we can talk about everything but this. I don't want to do that because that doesn't, I don't think that helps
0: anybody it doesn't and and i love your transparency with that right and i think that's why it's so fun to listen to you and, and you know and people follow you and and download your episodes because it is there's just so much realism that goes to it and so many people live these facades but bless you for being the person that you are today and actually believing in yourself enough to say you know what i'm going to follow the right path i always say you know passion versus paycheck yes. you know because if you're passionate and you stay in that passion lane the paycheck will follow And it comes a lot easier. Yeah. So that's one of the things, if you're listening or watching this and
1: you want to start a podcast, this is what I tell podcasters. Do not get into the podcast for the money. Now, will the money come? If you stick to it, it will come. But you have to be willing to talk about things that you would talk about on a Friday night with your friends when there's nobody around. Because number one, people can see through it. If you don't like talking about what you're talking about, people are going to know. And if you're always waiting on the money to come in, you're not going to do your content right. You have to know your listeners as well as your listeners know themselves. And you have to think, what episode do my listeners need? Not what do I want to talk about?
0: Oh, isn't that the fact? And I think, you know, that's, we take the organic approach, right? I never preset anything. It's just, I take synergy and conversation. I always qualify people to make sure that we have that. Just like I have, you know, with clients. I mean, clients want to work with me, but not everybody's the right fit. And synergy is everything. And it's, you know, you say no, three more will show. And I'm a firm believer in that, right? You get into that granular space of who you can serve or what that message is, is what you're saying. And it can 10X. Quite easily yeah. when you do that. Yeah, for us, I thought
1: it was going to be guys listening to the yeah. show. Most of our listeners are women. I didn't know that was going to happen. But you better believe that's. I'm fine with that. Like, we have a strong group of people that listen. Great. We'll cater the content to what you guys need. We have a Facebook group where we take suggestions and we hear stories. Like, we know the listeners by name. We know where we, they live. We know what their situations are. And honestly, like, I had a moment of reflection when I was driving down here today. And I'm just very grateful for what life has become. Because again, it wasn't, it wasn't always this. And I don't ever want to forget that because sometimes the law of familiarity creeps in and it's easy to forget
0: where I was two years ago, even a year ago. Give us that mindset. What, what did that reflection do? I mean, like what triggered the reflection? Give us that story, Kevin. So I was, I was driving down. The
1: studio is like a half hour from my house. So I was driving down to the studio and I just had the music on and I was just cruising. And I always think of this, like it's Monday. So two years ago, I would be in a, in a hot attic right now, crawling around doing weatherproofing. Like that's what I would be doing. And sometimes it'll be like, oh, I have back-to-back meetings. Oh, I got to drive to the studio. Oh, we're recording three episodes for our show after this. It's like, Kev, at one point, don't forget how bad you wanted it before you had it all. At one point you would have killed for this. And it's just that constant reminder of, yeah, it's hard. Like chasing your dreams is the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's also the most fulfilling And you have to remember the fulfillment part because now I I know what fulfillment is at one point I didn't even know what that was. I didn't know what it was like to be Happy and proud, you know, so for me, it's just reflecting on I, I have a long way to go To be the tom bilyeu to be the brendan bachard, but I tell people all the time don't focus on the distance Focus on the progress. So I have to take my advice better when it comes to that
0: I love it. Okay. I mean, just, you know, I, I love it. And I think people too, they're listening. You you have a sage mindset, right? You you've gotten yourself to this space. Nobody did this for you, Kevin. Can you give us any advice or any tips, pointers, or um, experiences that have allowed you to have such a great mindset today where, you know, like you said, maybe 24 months, 36 months ago. It was quite different. Yeah, honestly, for me, it was
1: radical humility saying to myself, I don't know enough. And that was really hard for me because again, I'm surrounded. Alan's one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. He's he's unreasonably intelligent. And for me, it was like, that was the mirror of, okay, you've glided by in life on your sense of humor. Like that got you pretty far. Your work ethic got you pretty far too. But I want to be the guy who knows as much as everybody else. And I get to choose whether or not I want to talk or if I want to be quiet. So I think for me, the first step in anything is becoming aware and admitting it. So for me, it was like, if you want to be respected in this space, you have to learn way more. Because for me, I'm still insecure at times. So if I don't know something, I don't feel good. I don't feel like I can add value. It's hard for me to like jump on a podcast if I'm in a scarce mindset. Like, can I handle this? What if Marlo asks me a question that I don't have an answer to? Am I going to be able to say, I don't know? So I think for me, it's that. It's, it's awareness and also understanding that you're not broken. Like if you're listening to this right now and you feel like, ah, I'm broken. I'm not confident. I'm insecure. You know, I, I don't have clarity. I don't have ambition. It's not because you're broken. That's not, that's not what it is. You just haven't learned those things yet. I'm a polished version of this person right now. I wasn't like this two years ago. So I think it's learning, getting crystal clear on what you want, and then designing a program and a system to get you there.
0: Oh, there's no question. You're building your confidence, right? So confidence is the purity of actions produced by mind free of doubt. That right there is the definition. And it comes down to actions and doubt, right? And you've been able to be confident because you, you have... Condition yourself, just like you know, strengthen that positive, optimistic muscle. It's allowing you to build your confidence, so you don't doubt yourself, and so now you execute so much differently. You're so much richer. Um, I can speak that because I teach risk, right? And 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 that's one of the end components is you've taken risk and you've done it on your terms, and you're doing it just brilliantly, and you're doing it every day. And I think for anybody that's yeah, that's listening to you speak this truth, share your story. I think just understanding that you've just got to start. You've got to make the decision. I think that's where the clarity begins is just saying yes to yourself and giving yourself some grace. Yeah. And taking action. Like everybody at the beginning of the circle, there's always uncertainty.
1: And the only difference in the feedback you get is the action you take. If you're waiting, sometimes it's okay to wait. Maybe you're waiting to save money. Okay. But what is the smallest thing you can do today to move the needle on your dream? Maybe you want to start a podcast. Google how to start a podcast. Maybe you want to write a book. Okay, Google some writing styles. What, are, what is the smallest thing that you can do today to make progress? Because that'll build your confidence.
0: It, it does. And it, it's that experience that we have and proving to ourselves that we can, you know, again, I think, you know, don't shoot for perfect 10. Go for 9.5. Just know that you're going to get there and it's going to take a little bit of time and asking yourself, you know, what do I need the most right now in this gap? Because you do have the answers, believe it or not, you know. Um, so as you say, you know, like transparency and, and taking yourself, not feeling smart enough, there can be a lot that can anchor into that. Where does that stem from? Like, Where was that negative self-talk, Kevin, You know that you had? Where did that become really built for you? Mm, I, so I grew up in a
1: single-parent household. I didn't know my dad. First time I ever really recall seeing my dad was three years ago. When I was 27, I met my dad for what felt like the first time because I didn't even know what he looked like. Um, so I think a lot of it stems from abandonment issues and me being afraid that because I wasn't good enough, he left. And I, I help a lot of people with that sort of thing because again, like it's hard being a man when you don't know what a man should be. And I think that's why we appeal to women so well because I've, I've been raised by women. I've been around women my whole life. But I think that's where it, it comes from. And then I never had a growth mindset. I had a fixed mindset for most of my life. So it just kept going and going and going. Just as an example, I went through the Massachusetts Fire Academy and I never asked any questions, Marlo, because I was afraid. I was afraid of what would people think? What would people say? What if I asked a stupid question? Well, I ended up graduating and getting my firefighting certificate and all that. The first live fire I was part of was a car fire. Three o'clock in the morning, the pager goes off, run down to the station. We get to the fire and I have no idea what I'm doing. Not a clue. I don't know what hose to connect what to. No idea. And that was the, that right there locked in. Like, you know what? This isn't for you because you don't know what you're going to like you're doing. What if somebody was in the car? Like, they wouldn't be safe with me there. We always say you get the feedback little by little or you get it all at once. I, I got all the feedback of not asking questions all at once and that was the end of my my firefighting career. Very very short lived,
0: to say the least. Oh, but but you know it's that yeah. But again, that awareness that you speak of is you know has given you those answers. And just listening to yourself, listening to your gut, that maybe you need to be doing something else. Because I'll tell you right now, you're serving on a way higher level. As people are, you know, listening to you being an entrepreneur, being a podcast host, you know, doing all the things that you are doing to serve today. It just looks different. Yeah. You know, just imagine. You know if you because you're, you're stepping into your full potential and I think that's what you're witnessing And I think that's why it's so mind-blowing is because like oh my god, I didn't even see that this was possible I didn't think it was I didn't want to be a speaker. I'm still afraid to speak on stage, but it's something that When,
1: when you have that purpose or that mission, I need to be the person I have to be the person that I needed that's the The compass that I live my life by every day. Am I am I doing what the best version of kevin would do? Would he show up for this interview or would he say, ah, oh, I'm sick? Would he show up for the podcast? Would he answer that, that direct message? Yes, he would. So I have
0: to live by that. Okay, so what's your speaking platform? When you get on stage, what are you saying?
1: So one of my speeches is what it really takes to live your dream life. And I take people from the man you see today and I always try to start my speeches with like, just because I'm on stage and you're here to see me doesn't mean you know, people in the audience can't be here to see you. It just, as long as you start, you'll get somewhere. And I just take people through the mentors, right? The the mentors, the fail forward, like you're going to fail. It's fine. It's fine. No failure is final unless you quit. Um, I go through habits and how important they are. I just go through the things that are really important and really have made the, the biggest change in my life. I know we're all specific and there's no one size fits all. I know a lot of people that are insecure like I was and lacked self belief and confidence like I did. I feel like I kind of have a pretty good blueprint of what they need to do and it starts it starts small with fear chasing like just start getting out of your comfort zone exposure therapy a little bit doesn't have to be crazy, but little
0: by little you know that's how the building's built brick by brick so it inspires people I love that and you know that's why I think we connected so richly and our audience is just loving every bit about this episode because you know just you sharing how you've gotten there and being able to speak it. Again, you're just very forward with it and I totally respect that. Okay, so as we're coming into the close, where can we find you? Like give us your digits, your social, like where (laughs) is Kevin?
1: You can find me at Never Quit Kid on Instagram. uh, The Hyperconscious Podcast has a private Facebook group at Hyperconscious Nation. On, uh, on Facebook and we are at thehyperconsciouspodcast.com and you can find us wherever you listen to or watch your podcast. If you wanna see our mugs, we're on YouTube and then everywhere else, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, all those good places.
0: You can find Kevin. You can also find Kevin on our website at marlohiggins.com where you can connect to Kevin Palmieri and his different resources. We'll be linking everything that Kevin just mentioned in our show notes. So you'll be able to click and connect quite easily. Thank you, Kevin. This has been an absolute joy. So thank you. Thank
1: you, Marlo. It went by so fast. I genuinely enjoyed it and I hope the audience did as well. Thank you.
0: Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released. And leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.